everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. This is the show where we are recapping back seasons of Heartland TV show. And we are on season 11, episode one, two, and three. It's the beginning of season 11. Can you believe it, Michelle? Uh, yeah, this is crazy. Like to think that we started this just to like for something to do during the pandemic. Yeah. To be like a decade into TV, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah. <laughs> I I was hesitant to start recapping Heartland, even though I knew mm-hmm. it had such a big fan base. And whenever we had done, we had our interview with Heather and we had interview with Amber Marshall, both did really well. So I knew it would do well, but uh, <laughs> there was part of me was like, who's going to sign up for this? But you're so nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I've just loved watching this special. Like it's been so fun. Uh. Um, and I feel like I would have watched it but I, I really don't know if I, I tend to sort of take breaks when the show yeah. is so long. Um, I mean, even I've just started watching um, When Calls the Heart and I got sort of halfway through season one and I'm like, okay, I need to take a break and I go back to it. But like having a schedule um, and getting yeah, through it helps. episodes, yeah, it really helps. Especially when you have a, like a rough patch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, during the Christmas season, because we take a break during then, I yeah. I really missed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I would say that these three episodes are some of the strongest that we've covered as a group. I I thought they really hit it out of the park with season eleven. Yeah, for sure. Like for me, it was just a complete excuse me. It was a complete return to form for me. Like it felt mm-hmm. like classic Heartland. Um, and even though Lou is missing, um, it felt more sort of family oriented. It didn't feel like there was all these different elements sort of moving around, like season uh, season ten. Yeah, it felt like so much was happening, and we're jumping around so much. But this felt very sort of back to basics. Well, and I said last season that they should have just had Ty not be there. Like not, you don't even yeah. need really an explanation or just like mm-hmm. you have a line here or there. And that's basically what they did with Lou in these episodes. Yeah. And that's the way to go for the most part. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah, for sure. Like he's doing some training. He's doing some vet training. Like that's yeah. all they had to say. Yeah, exactly. Instead of putting us through that trauma. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the first episode is called Baby on Board. And in this episode, we have uh, Ty and Amy getting used to baby Lindy, and uh, and they have his mother coming uh, to to visit and see the baby, and he's very hesitant about having his mother around the baby, and uh, and then also you have a new horse flame that. Uh, uh, that gets spooked at the beginning of the episode and Val uh, wants Amy to help the horse and Georgie starts working uh, with it as well. And uh, we also have Ty trying to buy a truck. So kind of a lot going on, but it's interesting because a lot of times people say that bringing on a baby is kind of the death of a show. Uh, And I think part of it, particularly with sitcoms, that's usually true. Uh, that's why they stretch out uh, 
you know, couples getting married or, you know, having a baby because I think maybe because the jokes just become so predictable, Yeah, you know, that you're going to get. And I don't know. But in this case, I feel like there's a breath of fresh air in yeah. this season because of little Lindy. Yeah. And you're seeing sort of all these different sides to the characters. I mean, when you think back mm-hmm. of like season one tie, and then you see them in these episodes of just like total dad mode, like <laughs> it's like night and day. <coughs> um, yeah. And just, just to the whole sort of family sort of around the baby like it's just just so flawless um and I like the fact that we had a little bit of a time jump so that it it did feel like we were watching these people sort of in their routines and you know we didn't sort of do the the early sort of newborn stage right Um, I feel like they they picked the right time to sort of pick back up again yeah and these little twins that they got to play Lindy oh my god (laughs) yeah I knew they were cute from like Amber Marshall's Instagram, but obviously they're a lot older uh, in this post that I've seen. So like to go right back to like months old is crazy. They're so cute. Like so cute. Really, there are Ruby and Manuela Spencer. And that is just a cute baby. <laughs> For sure. They did a very good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's interesting because I was trying to remember the place where we left Ty's mother. Do you remember mm-hmm. the last time we saw her? Um, I guess she didn't difficult. come to the wedding, is what yeah, they were she saying. didn't come to the wedding. I think the last we saw her, she was going to rehab. Um, and it was difficult because she didn't come back, but um, the stepfather did. So we saw mm-hmm. sort of more of him. Um, then we have her. I don't know if maybe it was scheduling or what have you, but we sort of got updates that she was in rehab and then back out and, you know, mm-hmm. it was sort of successful for her and she was, you know, back yeah. in her life again. But yeah, she just hasn't been on the show. And it's interesting because I so, and it's not fair really to pigeonhole Megan, Megan Follows mm-hmm. as Ange, is Anne Shirley, but I so just related to Anne. Cables, that when she plays a more complex character like this it's like wow she's really good yeah yeah well I, again like i have not seen anna green games oh, like yeah no no um i haven't seen any of the movies any of the uh the, the new one i haven't seen any of them so yeah <laughs> well it's really just the 1985 anna green gables uh okay. that the rest so i mean movies or anything? Yeah, yeah it's a it was i think a mini series like three episodes at the time mm-hmm. three or four but uh but it, it it just plays like a you know movie when you watch it uh mm-hmm. kind of like the uh the call first pride and prejudice kind of in that way but oh, yeah. um but it's so good oh it's one of my favorite of anything ever the the sequel is fine not as good though (laughs) and then there's a a newer one from like 2006 2000 something like that it's terrible don't watch that one (laughs) (laughs) just watch the uh i mean i just she's brilliant in it 
the casting, all the casting is so good. I just absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite things. Okay. Uh, but I will, I will take your recommendation on board. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but anyway, I just am so, I see her yeah, so much hard. As, yeah, that it's so... it can be tricky, but yeah. she's a really good actress, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, like, I think probably the most recent one is, is Katie Sackhoff in a Christmas movie. Like, Cara yeah. Grace, like, I've met Katie, like, a couple of times, and she's so different to, obviously, like, a character on Battlestar Galactica, but mm. that character just meant so much to me, and she's so, like... Yeah. When I, when I see Katie, like, I think of Cara Grace, like, that, that character's just so ingrained in her. Yeah. Um, like, seeing her in a Christmas movie <laughs> this past year was, like, crazy. <laughs> it was, like... I hope it's even way more, because yeah, I loved I mean, her, I hope but... so. But yeah. I, yeah, no, I get it. Another one for me is Amy T. Garden. I just, she's Julie. Yeah, she's I Julie. I feel like that would be with all of the Friday Night Lights boys. Like, <laughs> it's which is not fair. Like not I fair. get it. Like that must be so yeah. frustrating for these actors. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, at least I don't let it like stop me from still enjoying their work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for but, sure. But anyway, uh, but. Ty's pretty rough on his mom in this episode. Yeah, He's... yeah. I mean, I think it was sort of a combination of, of you know, both things of, but I, I did think it was interesting and, and, you know, very good on the show to sort of have the conversation between his mom and Tim because, you know, he can't say, well, I don't want my mom to be around the baby because of her past when, you know, Tim had a really similar, you know, issues, you know. So, yeah. you know, so I do like the fact that they sort of brought in the fact that, you know, he had those dreams about his dad and it was sort of a combination of things because I really don't feel like it would have been fair to put all of that on her. And yeah, I agree. And they, they have this insane app. I mean, oh my God. I, like, <laughs> like, oh my God. I am not obviously a mother, so take my advice on this topic with a grain of salt but i mean i've never heard ever of a baby sleeping every 90 minutes what <laughs> that's crazy it was crazy well, amy was such a saint for like just letting him do his thing but yeah even amy was just like yeah this is... he's gone too far <laughs> when uh, when Lily gives the Lammy toy and Ty rejects that, I mean, that was just, that was, that was hard. Brutal. It was yeah, brutal. That was really, yeah. Um, but I think it's, it's kind of like there's, I don't know if they have these Pampers ads and the, um, is where you're at that, but there's these ones where it's like first kid and they show them like doing all of these like prestige things like making everything perfect and and then like second kid <laughs> they're like bringing him into the shower and stuff like that <laughs> i think that there's probably some truth to that and that yeah, would be the case sure. with ty and amy <laughs> if they ever yeah 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 like, i don't kids. have kids either but yeah i've i've, I've definitely <laughs> seen that from like you know family members and you know, things like that of just being mm-hmm. so like hyper aware of everything, like 
the firstborn, but the more kids come along, the more they just sort of take care of each other and go with the flow. That was definitely true in my family because my mom had three babies when I was like older, I when I was 10, 16, and 18. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we definitely had some co-parenting going on. <laughs> <laughs> there. Oh, yeah. So but so we have this the this horse who gets spooked at the beginning, and then Val brings it to Amy and she acted like she had never met Georgie before. Like, did you feel that? I thought it was so yeah. weird. I'm like, this girl literally did a whole report on you. <laughs> yeah, she was like, what's Georgie doing here? And I was like, what are you talking? She's, like, <laughs> she's basically like Amy's little shadow. Yeah, I thought that was really strange. Yeah. Yeah, I love I guess... Like, I know that people hate her, but I feel like she just brings so much, especially in this is the kind of drama that I want from, from this show. Like, I don't want people falling off of cliffs and right. <laughs> like, I just love people like Val coming in and just causing chaos. Yeah, I agree. And, and yeah, it gets you, you want it to get a little bit spicy, a little bit, yeah, a little bit campy, you know, in your mm-hmm. drama in this kind of show, I think. Yeah. Otherwise, it could just get boring. Yeah, for um, sure. but Lily tells Ty that the real hazard is not having a baby gate. Uh, but it, I mean, and he is right that she's not crawling or you know mobile at this point. So that's a good point. But but she's not going to get hurt from a little blanket like a toy. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> the fact that he was like, yeah, it's just going to like cover her face and. So even a soft, like, he was just on another level um, in this episode. Yeah, it sort of went from really like charming and endearing to like you're really alienating people here. Yeah. And it, she offers to babysit, mm-hmm. which I think most, no, most new parents, if mm-hmm. somebody offered to babysit, they probably just sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, rough those always, first few months. Yeah, because they always say, like, you sleep when the baby sleeps, like, any opportunity, but when the baby's, you know, sleeping every 90 minutes, that's not really ideal. And 20-minute naps every 90 minutes, like, that's that's not good for the baby or them. It does seem like Scott has given Ty paternity leave, oh, so yeah, to Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's had like a year off. <laughs> because he's just getting back in the next, I think it's the next episode, just getting back to work. Yeah. And she's, looks, what, three months? Something like that. And mm-hmm. um, so I, I thought we had such, well, actually, uh, so Ty buys this truck from this guy. Uh, they say, oh, we need a new truck because his truck is like a vintage truck. Mm-hmm. And he sees one for sale on the side of the road. He buys it. It's a lemon. And uh, he he tries to fix it. It won't work. So Jack uh, goes out there, tries to talk to the guy. He ends up selling him one of his longhorns uh, to get the refund uh quote unquote <laughs> and he gives it to ty 
And I just thought it was a lovely scene between the two of them where uh, he asks, uh, he asked Ty about the dream. Mm-hmm. He says, I think that dream is plaguing you and you might yeah. be overcompensating. You need to relax and treasure this time more. You don't mm-hmm. want to spend it all on worrying. Yeah, for sure. It goes by so quick. Mm-hmm. Um, like even me just like again, I don't have kids, but just watching my friends' kids grow up and it just goes by so quick, like birthdays come around so quickly and yeah, he's just spending so much time anxiety ridden, like stressing out about everything. Um, that he's not really enjoying this time period. Yeah. Um yeah, I love this scene and anytime they sort of have these sort of father son scenes with Jack and, and Ty, it's I definitely missed them. <laughs> um these past couple mm-hmm. of seasons because yeah, it's just been a little bit all, all over the place with Ty. Yeah, it it's whenever we get sort of Jack giving his, you know, hard won, hard worn uh, wisdom, mm-hmm. whether it's Jack and Mallory or Jack and Georgie or Jack and Ty, yeah. I just, it's always a good moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was an, a really nice moment of this episode, I thought. And I mean, just I've been thinking about that lately because my niece is graduating from high school in June and I just can't believe it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, time, I feel like the older, time just flies by now. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like the older you get, the quicker it just goes by. Yeah, and they live out east. I live in Utah and I don't get to see them that often. and, And sometimes I feel like I kind of keep them that you keep my nieces and in as children you know i'm like no, yeah you just sort of basically <laughs> young adults at this point yeah you just sort of press pause and they've just yeah on. <laughs> uh so it's it's really surreal she's gonna be going off to college i don't know how that happened but uh but that uh that's definitely was a nice moment between ty and jack and uh, yeah, we have Georgie with Flame. Uh, Val is kind of suspect about it all, but then Georgie ends up riding Flame bareback, and that horse was beautiful. That was one of the most beautiful horses that we've seen. Yeah, I feel like they do such a good job of like showing the scale of the horse um, because they have a lot of sort of smaller horses on the show, but that that looks like that looks like a horse you would see in the Olympics that yeah yeah he was huge yeah he really was and just really pretty I thought and Mm -hmm. uh and so then Ty ends up apologizing to Amy and then to his mom and uh and then I, I, I just made me laugh I was like they're Canadian was showing all over the place this episode I'm sorry I'm sorry (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, it's my favorite thing when I watch things like Degrassi and (laughs) oh, it's so good. It's such a good accent. Yeah. Uh huh. And then we end with them dancing on the truck that, like, they had when she was in when Amy was in high school. Oh, Oh, it was so good. 
It was really, really, that was a great way to end the episode. So it was a good start, I think. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what uh, what would you give this one? Um, like an 8.5. Yeah, I think that's it good. Yeah. Yeah. Be up, yeah. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Yeah. All right. So then the next episode is called Highs and Lows. And this episode is mostly about Georgie finds out that the man who killed her parents in, in a drunk driving accident uh, is, uh, is close by mm-hmm. and is out uh, of jail. And she goes to visit him. And uh, there's some conflict and things. And they end up at the end having this um, meeting together face to face. This episode... I really think is peak heartland this is this episode was great yeah like I sobbed during that scene like so well done and peak Peter I mean yeah oh when she says that about her dad oh my god like (sighs) when I noticed that he was crying like it's that thing of when you see a man crying it just gets you (laughs) it was really well done yeah Uh, I mean, and then even you had like comic relief with this whole skunk thing. Uh, this will get a very high score for me. I thought this episode was really good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And even a great uh, plot, little sp- plot for Lisa and Jack. I mean, it was just so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. That was so interesting. And I'm, mm-hmm. yeah, so curious to see if they take it forward. Mm-hmm. So t- uh, we have. Ty going back to work at the beginning. So like I said, way to go, Scott. Give me <laughs> place paternity leave. <laughs> yeah, Scott's going on a break now. Yeah. Oh, the work you had to do. I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Lisa gets flowers delivered to her from somebody named Fernand. Mm-hmm. And Jack is very concerned. He's trying to play not concerned, but I think that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Somebody sent you since your wife uh flowers like that yeah i feel like he would have been suspect but not really done anything about it i feel like tim is just a like he knows exactly how to push <laughs> to push his buttons of like just poke at him a little bit and then just walk away <laughs> and mm. just yeah he just he can wind him up so well yeah that's true that is definitely tim and yeah. he <laughs> this was a pretty good tim episode though 
yeah he was was. like pretty nice to peter he was pretty nice to mitch (laughs) that's the best you can ask for (laughs) yeah Uh, so he goes over tim goes over to work on the dude ranch because there's some people that are going to be coming and uh, there's a skunk in the dude ranch oh skunk (laughs) but he he gets mitch to help him (laughs) he says mitch had was supposed to do it anyway yeah Mm -hmm. i suppose they want to approve the place yeah and he says why would i pay three hundred dollars to some pest control person when you were supposed to do it to begin with (laughs) i feel like he just did this to annoy mitch like there's no other reason Mm -hmm. no saving money it was just to annoy him for what he did to us which you know fair enough (laughs) so they put out the trap and (laughs) working with this guy he says you stink not that bad it's not good (laughs) that was funny but but yeah when they this then the next morning when they uh they get the uh skunk uh they throw the duvet cover over it and uh, i mean i don't even know what you do with how i mean i would probably call a specialist just because i wouldn't know how to deal with it and yeah that's the worst (laughs) and they according to ty you don't use tomato juice to get rid of it that that's an old wives tale i think i would probably try just about anything (laughs) yeah i would try anything (laughs) Uh, but um yeah and him and mitch kind of talk and mitch says i'd like to let sleeping dogs lie and he says it was time to move on, so I moved on. Yeah, I just didn't tell Lou that it was time to move on. Right. <laughs> I thought we knew. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because she they were evidently close enough that he went to New York with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like they were, yeah, they were like an official couple. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, but then we have, uh, I really liked georgie and jade in this and their closeness and jade going with her to um to meet this guy named charles and she goes to his house and she just uh kind of knocks on his door sees that uh, he has a wife and baby and then as she's leaving she destroys his sign and jade was just really supportive and i like to see that yeah yeah i wrote down that you know she's such a good friend in this episode Mm -hmm. um and i feel like she can be so i don't really have you know strong feelings either way when it comes to jade Mm -hmm. but i feel like with it comes to the rodeo thing of like it's a good storyline and that you know they have a young woman doing all of these things um but she's not exactly (laughs) She's not exactly a team player. She's, you know, very ambitious, which can sometimes come across not well. Um, so it was nice to sort of see her out of that world a little bit um, and take her back to just, you know. Yeah. Being, well, and I didn't, know, I didn't really, thing. yeah. I didn't really like her and Clay either last season. Yeah, that was a waste of time considering that he, you know, just that faded into nothing. 
Yeah. I feel like it was just build up for them to break up an episode later. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't mm-hmm. care to begin with. Yeah. So it turns out that this Charles guy, he files a complaint with the sheriff and he comes and uh, Georgie and Jade have to admit what they did. And then Jack calls in Peter. Yeah. And he says to Georgie, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. It's time you're going to have to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we have uh, Charles showing. So Jack goes to Charles and explains what is happening. And and then he shows up at Heartland. And I mean, I don't know. They have this meeting and it was really, really good. Yeah, it was really well written. Um, and it was so interesting in terms of like, you know, George is in such a difficult position of like, she has no memories of her parents. Mm-hmm. So in a way, she, she understands that what was taken from her and and also she under, she doesn't understand what was taken from her because she never got to experience life with her parents um so it's such a difficult thing and I love the line of like you know she can't forgive something she doesn't remember like so difficult um and felt like the actress did such a great job like she was given such a heavy storyline yeah. um and just carried it off so well yeah, I mean, they really struck gold with Alicia. She is was such a strong yeah. young actress. Yeah, yeah, and again, just seeing her growing up, growing up in screen is, you know, she just looks so much more grown up from season yeah. ten to season season eleven yet again. Yeah, uh, Peter says sometimes the best way to get past something is to face it head on. Yeah, and, he was so good. Oh, he was so good in this this episode and so yeah charles and georgie meet and she says i can't like like you said she says i can't forgive you for something i don't remember but you can make me a promise instead promise me you'll tell jillian the his baby you love her every day be the kind of dad that will fly in in from anywhere just to be with her it's so sweet oh so sweet um yeah the seconds Peter broke down that was I was gone at that point yeah it was really 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 good and and then I mean I guess if I was nitpicking I might not have had the whole like horror movie moment (laughs) Charles that was that was a little much but whatever you know where she has that dream oh yeah yeah yeah. the nightmare (laughs) yeah that was yeah that was sometimes they do that in this show of like they try to do like a completely different tone when they're having like a really meaningful sweet episode and it's like yeah not the time yeah so uh, amy and ty start thinking about who they want to be guardians of their of lindy if something were to happen Mm -hmm. and they start to think well maybe Cass and Caleb because oh Caleb comes over. Oh. And- <laughs> oh my god. This was like emotional whiplash this episode. 
yeah, it was so cute. He brings so cute. her a little gift and he's it being so cute with Lindy. It was adorable. Oh, yeah, he's so good. Mm-hmm. Kerry James is so good in this Caleb. Um, yeah, like ugh, Amy just watching the yeah watching until you know talk about lindy and then what she's going to do in her future like oh he's so good yeah it was very very sweet and then they also have uh jack talking to lisa about fernand and it turns out that lisa is broke and selling her house in france so that she doesn't have to fire any of her employees Mm-hmm. And uh, and that was a really sweet moment between Lisa and Jack. Yeah, it's an interesting storyline of, and I like the fact that they did have her be sort of self aware enough to be like, you know, poor me having to sell my house in France. Like, she's she's broke, but she still has a lot of assets, and mm-hmm. you know, she can downsize and and sort of make it work. But the fact that her employees were kind of what was most important to her. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it's very Lisa, um, but I, I am interested to see if, you know, her business changes. And I would like to see them actually live together at one point. No, I know. I wonder if that's ever going to happen. But yeah, it was maybe. a sweet moment <laughs> yeah, when when he says that he's proud of her. He knows mm-hmm. how much that house in France means to her. and uh, But that she would put the well-being of her staff ahead of anything else that he says i'm proud of you it was it was very cute yeah Mm -hmm. um we also have georgie with uh flame and it's just not working very well uh there's something missing um and uh, once she meets with charles and kind of gets that burden off of her then at the end Mm -hmm. she's back in form with with flame yeah this episode is as good as it gets if you don't like this episode you, this show's yeah. not for you yeah <laughs> yeah but then again if you made it to 11 seasons <laughs> just keep going <laughs> yeah. um i would give this a 10 and this is this had yeah. it all as far as i'm concerned yeah the only thing i would have liked is is Lou to sort of be there but again like having her not there it sort of it sort of slowed the episode down a little bit and gave it time to breathe um, because you had to have sort of Georgie be on her own. So yeah, like the performance alone, it's a 10 for me. It was funny though, because she was on the phone saying that the duvet cost $600. <laughs> I was like, what can I do? What can I do, Drash? God, these I mean, guys are getting some fancy duvets. Yeah, evidently, uh, there's, this is like fine Egyptian cotton here. <laughs> yeah. Really, I mean, I Jeez. figured they just go to Ikea or whatever. <laughs> Uh, like seriously yeah that was pretty funny (laughs) so then the next episode is called decision time and this uh episode is centered around georgie she has to decide whether she wants to be a trick rider or be a jumper and uh, we also have amy a tie having more baby drama because mm. poor little Lindy is teething and it's tough. Uh, and uh, then we also have more between Mitch and Jack and Jack uh, makes the offer 
to be basically a partner with Mitch. So he might be back. Uh, and then we also have a, this, uh, what do they call it? Bulldogging. Uh, mm-hmm. in, uh, and that was very impressive. Like, I mean, to watch this, you know, Avery is this competition now for Jade and, and to watch this kind of small young woman take, take down in this, you know, this pretty big calf was, it was impressive. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, certainly was it. I mean, knowing I nothing <laughs> about a rodeo at all, it was no. pretty impressive to watch. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Um, yeah, and you can sort of see how easily it would be to just like break bones constantly doing something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, like they do so well with like the stunts as well. They actually have people to make it look like that is Jade, that is Avery, like, and even with the stuff with Tim, like, they make it so flawless. You watch it and you're just like, how does anybody do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't even have the guts to do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it was just especially, like, Avery was just so small. <laughs> so I felt, <laughs> sure, wow. yeah. She took down this big cat, calf. Oh, it was impressive to me. And, uh, and so we also have, uh, jade being you know threatened by avery and Mm -hmm. i thought that it was a really well written kind of interchange between the two of them because Mm -hmm. avery talks about how she was hoping for a friend uh, somebody to that she could relate to and uh, here it's disappointing to find out that she just sees her as a threat yeah I thought that yeah, was well done. Yeah, it was really well done. Um, and I feel like it's it's interesting for Jade because again, you know, she doesn't, you know, it's not her greatest light, you know, in this episode of, you know, she doesn't take competition well. But you know, if this is the thing that she wants to be involved in, like the whole point is competition. Like she's never got she's not always going to be the only I don't know what she expects, that she's going right. to be the only woman to ever do this ever um so yeah it was sort of nice and 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 I'm glad that she sort of came around and again that they kept Avery just you know that she just was a nice girl that wanted a friend you know there wasn't there didn't seem to be sort of a mean bone in her body um so yeah it'll be interesting if we we sort of see her again Ah. I, so we also have this whole thing with Georgie and Olivia. And are we supposed to have forgotten that Olivia's been absolutely yeah, well, terrible? Olivia's the, well, the worst. Like, I wrote that down like three times throughout this one episode. <laughs> like, she's the worst. Yeah, you don't I mean, care about this, like, friendship that you're trying to make is believe is a thing. Yeah, she's, Georgie's like, I don't know if I can quit uh, trick riding because <laughs> I'm so close with Olivia. <laughs> since when Uh, but (laughs) evidently olivia and adam are now boyfriend girlfriend uh but olivia wants to adam like i just put like adam bro what's that (laughs) yeah i mean he's just such a boring character yeah 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 
And uh, Georgie says, you're different when Olivia isn't around and they kind of have a little talk. But I don't know, just not much to Adam. But it, it seems like a terrible match with Olivia. Yeah, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Major choices. One thing that I do think you can tell that the baby Lindy is twins because just how much she is in these episodes. Yeah. She's in because all they, I don't know how to, it seemed like they didn't have a single scene where it was a doll, you know, or something like that. You can usually tell. Yeah. Uh, It was always her pretty much every scene. Yeah, and they sort of got her to a point in age-wise where it'd be really hard to have a doll and not be able to tell. How many hours is it they're allowed to work? It's like an hour, isn't it? It's something like really, it's it's not much at all. Yeah, it's really small. Yeah, I think it's like an hour. (laughs) So it's like what they're able to do is with her in terms of the amount of time that she's in. Maybe they do some sort of like block filming of, you know, doing all of her stuff at one time. They really do have her in a lot in these episodes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, and Cass and Caleb are super excited about being godparents, guardians, however you want to say it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Ty and Amy are getting, getting frustrated, getting tired. I mean, that teething, when if a baby has colic or, or is sleep regression, as they call it here, it's, mm-hmm. it's brutal. Yeah, I was laughing Rough. because, like, the second Ty said how perfect their life was, I was like, why would you say that? Yeah. Literally, <laughs> like, having to go to the hospital, I'm like, oh, my God. You two, stop it. <laughs> stop bringing bad luck upon yourself. Yeah, and uh, Caleb and Cass bring over dinner, and uh, after they had had uh, dinner at Maggie's, and, mm-hmm. uh, and they... Uh, they are really, really, really peppy and excited and Amy tired, just so tired. It's so hard when you're tired. You're just not yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yeah. like half a person. Yeah. That's why you try to just be extra patient uh, mm-hmm. when uh, when your friends are, have, when they have new babies. <laughs> be extra yeah. nice because it's really hard. And then we also have uh, Tim thinking about firing Caleb, which I don't really understand why. He just thinks he's annoying. Yeah, he he just wasn't willing to work. I mean, I, I, it sort of goes back to the fact that he never planned on hiring uh, Caleb to begin with. He just did it as a sort of a favor. Um, but yeah, he seems really set in his ways and not open to anything that, you know, Caleb suggests or any sort of new training technique or um yeah yeah but then there's a whole scene where Caleb defends Tim to all of the students and and Caleb has all of these ideas for yeah and he's like recruiting and it's not like he's Mm -hmm. you know wasting his time he's actually doing the job that you know (laughs) he was hired for yeah yeah um, and so Mitch uh, becomes more involved with uh, help. He helps Jack and you can tell that he's not happy doing this desk job uh, that yeah, he's doing. Yeah, he looks so bored. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I don't blame him. And so he 
works with Jack vaccinating the calves because Tim is slacking and uh, he makes an offer to Jack makes an offer to Mitch uh, that uh, that they could be a partner uh, in the um, cattle business. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to get to see more of Mitch. Yeah. It's like Tim doesn't seem too happy, but you know, mm-hmm. when is he ever happy? Right. Uh, so then Georgie, she is trying to do both the jumping and the trick riding. Mm-hmm. And she pulls a muscle in her uh, in her stomach, in her chest, mm-hmm. uh, trying to get up on doing one of the tricks. Uh, that I mean, that looks incredibly difficult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very yeah. impressive. It made me it made me think, why isn't this an Olympic sport? Yeah, it would riding. be way more exciting than some of the stuff that they have <laughs> in the Olympics. Yeah. Uh-huh. But she has to, Val basically says, like, you have to decide what it is you yeah. want to do. And yeah, I mean, Val is brutal about it, but she's not mm-hmm. wrong. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she decides at the end that she's quitting the extreme team and that she wants to go to the Olympics because Flame is a, is a horse you can get to the Olympics on. Yeah. And you love an Olympic story. Yeah, um, it's true. <laughs> And I, I did, I appreciate it because they were, I had this whole Olivia thing the whole time that at the end, when Georgie announced that she's quitting, you could see like, Olivia was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, that's right. That's, that's the Olivia. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully this is the end of track rising and Olivia for now until yeah. a new character comes in and takes up, takes up the sport. I could use less Olivia, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I thought about is why have we not gotten uh, Lindy a rock on the chimney? Uh, I think we'll probably wait until she's older and do it herself. I feel like that'll be like a season 20. <laughs> story because I feel like with Katie, we got a pretty oh, it was like a one. christening thing. Oh, was it? Yeah. 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 You're what, right. Wasn't it? Uh, when she was just a baby. So it made me think, why, why have we not had, they're very, very fast and loose with their, because they didn't give one to Peter until they, they were divorced. Yeah. For Peter just got one after the divorce. <laughs> uh, Lindy spits up all over Cass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was enough for them to say, yeah, we're not having a child yet. <laughs> I mean, really, you just got to have those drip cloths. Yeah, that... considering, like, the things that she sees in a veterinarian, like, clinic, yeah, she's dealt with some gruesome right. stuff. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, so I think that, uh, that they that if that undoes them, then they probably should wait yeah, they a little while. Yeah, for sure. Although it was a pretty big spit up. Most babies, it's just like a little, it's not like a throw up. Yeah, whatever sort of device they used in the stunts to like the overfall thing. (laughs) It was a lot. Like that's not really how it works unless they're actually like sick, sick. Not just a regular spit up. (laughs) Yeah. But... But yeah, uh, I think we covered everything on this episode. 
Yeah, yeah, it was a sort of sparse episode. Mm-hmm. It, oh, it ends with Lindy's first laugh. That was so oh, cute. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was cute. Really adorable. So yeah, this one was pretty was pretty fun. I yeah. uh, I'd give it like I think an eight point five. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. We did it, and uh, episode two was so good. <laughs> uh, let us know what you think. Do you agree with us that episode two was peak Heartland? We'd love to hear your mm-hmm. thoughts in the comment section. And uh, Michelle, where can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Michelle R. Benson. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also, make sure you're following the podcast, The Homework Pod and Homework Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews five stars. It really helps us a lot and only takes a second of your time. We would be so grateful. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. Make sure to check out our various interviews we've done with Heartland actors and writers. So please take a look at that and uh, check out the patron group and merch store. We have Heartland inspired merch and all that information is in the description. So thanks so much. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye everyone. Bye everyone.